103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And good evening, everyone, from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. It's Coach's Corner. Once again, I'm Bryce Kendrick filling in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver, and his wife, Sally. Ron is continuing to recover from the major surgery he had a week ago Friday. And we continue to offer our best wishes, good thoughts, and prayers to Ron and Sally. We hope to see them both back doing the show in the future. I have three guests on tap for tonight. Coming up later, it will be a couple of Oldenburg football players, seniors Greg Klein and Dylan Stewart. But first up, I get to open the show for a second straight week with Batesville football coach Evan Alry. Coach, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We had a chance to talk a little bit before we got over here and uh, a Monday for you, uh, as wet as it is outside, but really with what you have planned on a Monday, it doesn't really affect you too much, does it? No, uh, usually today's kind of our kind of walk through and film and scouting report stuff. I mean, sometimes we do like to get out and, you know, throw the ball around, do some, some stuff, but, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those weeks, it looks like, by the forecast. But, um, you know, after kind of everything on Friday, I think it was good just to kind of get in and see the guys and just kind of work on getting better, you know, what we got to do because, uh, um, there's no time to kind of mourn. You got to move on. You got a really good Lawrenceburg team this week. So um, it's kind of the reality of playing in this conference. Right. Well, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the East Central game, but, uh, you know, that that's a team that, that can challenge you, as, as they were talking about in the broadcast on Friday, uh, as soon as they get off the bus. And just like that, there were 14 quick points on the board, and, and that really uh, – that really, um, affects your game plan doesn't it it does i mean you know obviously we we had a lot of respect uh for them in a lot of areas and one of them being in special teams and uh they made us pay you know and we kind of talked about that last week we were going through a lot of a lot of little things right um you know and unfortunately misplayed uh the first play of the game you know we didn't want the ball kicked deep and unfortunately um you know brain just got a little bit too much in that in, in, in it and uh and then on top of it we didn't get down and, and make a play it's not right. like we haven't tried to cover a kickoff you know uh before so it's not all on Braden. it's just uh we didn't execute on the very first play of the game um and, and obviously you gotta you can't put yourself behind the eight ball against right. east central so they uh they obviously got 14 quick ones on us and um and then really you know, we we got a few first downs here and there. We got them in some third down situations, and just unfortunately, we just really um, weren't able to get off the field. We weren't able to sustain drives until right before halftime, and uh, put together a good drive mm-hmm. and and got it within three scores. And then we're able to open up the second half with a uh, another good drive, and um, you know to to get it within two scores, and then got another stop. And you're you're feeling kind of good. You're like, hey, right. you know, and then, climbing uh, back into it, yeah, and then. Uh, within a matter of 10 minutes, um, you know, they, they connect on a big long field goal and then we had two big plays, the interception and then the block punt. Mm-hmm. Um, those were just catastrophic. Um, you know, East Central is just a really good team. And, uh, you know, for us, we just made, you know, either we made too many mistakes or they made too many plays more than what we did. And, and, uh, hats off to them. And I thought they, um, they did what they needed to do. Um, you know, and, and unfortunately for us, it's, you know, it's a loss, but, uh, I told our guys, um, plenty of things to be pleased about and kind of more on how we responded. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much, maybe some of the execution at times, but, um, uh, it was very. It could have been very easy to just fold, right? You know, against a team like East Central, and um, you know, and I know East Central was probably frustrated at times that they're in a game that, for some point in the third quarter, that 
they probably didn't expect after getting up, you know, early right. 28 nothing, and we're kind of hanging around just enough. Um, but, uh, you know, so for us to kind of get to that point, uh, there's a little bit, I guess, that's rewarding um, for our guys. But uh, like I told him, I still don't know if uh, last, you know, if last Friday's results going to get get us in a situation to beat Lawrenceburg, and, and and ultimately that's what this is all about is is to be playing really good football in late October, November, because um, we all know Lawrenceburg is the team to beat in our sectional. Um, they've made that very clear the last couple of years and this year so far. Um, and, and again, what we the product we put out on last Friday was not going to be enough to beat a really good Lawrenceburg team. The uh, you, when you were down four touchdowns and your team puts together two drives, one in the second and one in the third, both of them in with uh, touchdown pass plays. Give us a give us a run through of how those two plays went for you. Yeah, you know the you know Travis um, on both of them. You know Travis just makes plays with his legs to extend the plays. Um, he finds Bryson Benelli, um, you know, right before halftime. Um, it's kind of one of those. Uh, yeah, to be honest, you know, I will say it's a it's it's a play where Travis just extends the play with his legs, and their corner kind of cheats up a little bit, and then Bryson six three, he's gonna go find the ball. Right. So, and then the second one it is a pass play, then um, but. Travis, um, it was a design. Well, it was a design pass play, uh, but Travis saw the pressure coming from the backside, mm-hmm. and he just he saw it and was on just you know he was just very decisive and just squirts all you know to the side and, and runs it in. So, um, but we got down around you know down in that situation, we we were able to kind of, you know we that was the one thing we tried to attack certain spots. Their defense is really good, and they right. come from everywhere and all these different angles. I think Travis and, and even our receivers were starting. You know, we kind of felt like we we had kind of an idea at times, um, and we had to we had to throw on downs that we didn't typically always want to throw, right? Uh, just because we knew what we were going to maybe get, um, and and so I thought our offense for maybe what was equivalent to almost a quarter looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably a bright spot, you right. know. So, uh, ultimately, in the end, it, it was kind of what we've seen the last few years. Travis, you know, Travis Lecker extending plays, making plays with his leg, and being able to beat you with with his arm when need be. So, um, he put together a couple of really good drives. You know, Brad Westerfeld, Bry- you know, Bryson Benelli, Trenton Rowell, um, you know, that that collective group in the receiving realms um, really just came through um, and, and extended drives. Kate Kaiser made a good catch over the middle uh, on another big third down situation right. so um you know just collectively good i thought our offensive line um you know was able to kind of withstand that heat and that pressure and, and allow travis to, to get the ball out we talked a lot about defense and special teams last week and we mentioned some of the offensive players of course the skill position p- people but you brought up the offensive linemen we got we got to show the linemen a little bit of love who's up there blocking for you um, well, Zach Davidson's our center. He's a sophomore, um, and Bobby Weiler uh, filled in. Quinn Steinkamp is our left guard, and then um, Bobby Weiler came in. He's another sophomore, promising sophomore, filled in uh, in the late in the first quarter, second quarter, and he played the rest of the game. And then uh, got two juniors on the right side, and Nick, um, Blake Hahn and Nick McConnell, uh, and then Chase Hamilton's a three-year starter at left tackle. So um, just a collectively, it's a, you know, uh, got some youth, but also some guys with experience, you know, Nick and Blake. 
both juniors started last year as sophomores. Um, so we they can definitely relate to, um, you know, Zach Davidson and, and Bobby Weiler, who are those two sophomores kind of right there in the middle. Um, so, again, a good mixture, not a lot of size, mm-hmm. um, but guys that can move and, and try to get to that second level, and they do what we ask. You know, they've had a couple games so far this year where they haven't given up a sack. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they've done a really good job of taking the heat off Travis and let Travis be able to move and, and extend or move the pocket and let Travis, you know, beat you with his legs and his arms. So, uh, you know, we've had some games where we've been able to run the football. You know, then we, we knew it was going to be tough sledding on Friday and running the football, but um, I think we were able to do just enough at times on a couple of our drives just to have – just to keep them honest. Right. And that's all. I mean, we, we knew we weren't going to get five, six – a pop. That just isn't going to happen. Um, but just do enough – to make them have to honor um, there, you know, and again, we were you know, without Von Lee Hunt again, you right. know, our starting running back and inside linebacker, and um, it was tough sledding for, for Gage Pullman and Evan Williamson, um, but uh, again, just enough balance, you know, but yeah, again, those five or six guys that we've mentioned, have, um, you know, they've done a good job so far. Yeah, Von Lee Hunt is, uh, was giving you 54 yards a game, and he had a touchdown before he went out, and you mentioned the guys that are filling in for him, but you, you talk about trying to get just enough to keep East Central honest with the running game. If if your team is, is going to have success, I mean, there are some teams that, you know, are really heavy on pass, and there's some teams that are really heavy on run. It, I think with you guys, it's really something for you to be successful. It's got to be on, on balance, and just East Central's a team that is very difficult to do that with. And, and then you go from the Trojans, let's transition over to Lawrenceburg. Uh, they beat a very good Franklin County team, 41 nothing. And according to the stats that I got from from uh, Coach Kaneka, uh, they held them to 57 yards of, of offense. And, and that's that's kind of a head-scratcher right there. And I, I, I just saw the wind go out of your sails right there. I didn't mean to do that, Coach. But uh, uh, they had a pretty good defensive game against Franklin County. They did. Uh, I mean, to be honest, when you, when you watch Lawrenceburg, and there's times i was watching this weekend because you get through east central and you're like you kind of take a breath for sure okay all right on to lawrenceburg and if if you took the color orange and replaced it with black it to be make it make you almost think you're watching the same thing and uh they're just they're, they're talented they they are they're very talented um they're very athletic um they're aggressive and they're in in a different way mm-hmm. um you know we're going to see a lot of man they're going to basically say our four are better than your four, you know, or whatever that is. And, um, and they've got some guys up front um, that are going to cause some matchup issues for us. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And once again, we're back here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. I'd like to thank Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Great Plains Communications, some of our sponsors of Coach's Corner here on WRBI. We're continuing our conversation with Evan Ulrey, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, and, and Coach we were talking about Lawrenceburg, and and you mentioned uh, uh, from a uh, from a defensive standpoint on on what they do to you. Let's, let's take a look at some of their skill position people on the offensive side. Uh, uh, Gavin Yoon at quarterback, Daya Patel at wideout. Uh, that's a really good pass catch combination right there. And then you got the Pierce brothers uh, in the backfield that can do some damage as well. So uh, a lot of good people on the skill position spots for the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously we've seen you. I feel like he's been here forever. Yeah, know, since since I've he's been a six year senior. Right, I know. <laughs> and I've been here for six years, so it feels like um, I've obviously dealt with a year every year I've been here and uh, he's good uh, and he's really really good you could tell when he was a freshman 
and we had a really good team that year and won, you know, went to the sectional title and we beat them in the tournament. Um, and they, they, they still kept it close and they were young, kind of like, you know, what we've been. And, um, you could just tell, you could tell that this class, that's a, a lot of them are seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to be something special, you know, and coach Kaniga has done a really, really good job with this group. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and he makes a lot of throws. He he just uh, quite quite frankly can just make throws that a lot of quarterbacks in this area um, can't. Um, you know, but like I said, um, they've got guys. You know, we feel like we've got guys, um, and uh, it's going to come down to can we match up both offensively, defensively, and and keep them in check. And um, and then when we're on D, you know, on offense, can we? create separation and go make some plays you know and then and got to get some things going in the trenches last year they just they mauled us over they destroyed us in the trenches um and they quite frankly locked us up and we couldn't do a thing and uh so you know we've you know like i said we've got a game plan and uh it's our job to kind of put our guys in the best position we can and and um like i said i think it'll be a fun it's gonna be we know it's gonna be a great atmosphere great, great great spot um we just got to we got to execute a lot better than what we did on Friday. Put ourselves in a position to uh, to what I would say, you know, pull off an upset, you know. But um, you know, we we know we're gonna have to probably see these guys twice if we want to do what we want to do this year, right? And uh, but you know, it's a great challenge for us. Um, I'd like to say now we've been a little seasoned. You know, we played you know a couple good teams now, and um, just you know, like I said, do 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 what we can, you know, uh, and keep it. We know they're gonna. They're probably gonna score some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, that, that that's uh, no secret. But uh, just keep them in check, make them have to grind. Maybe you know, be opportunistic, to get a couple turnovers, play well in the special teams, do those things that we were saying last week that we didn't do as well this past Friday. Um, games like this certainly get you better for down the road. Um, but as you take on Lawrenceburg tonight, and I'm not going to ask you anything about your game plan. But it, as far as matchups goes. What are some of the What are some of the areas that you think that your team matches up well? with Lawrenceburg what are some of the position groups that you think you know helmets on helmets what what position groups do you think that you match up the best with against the Tigers you know I, I think is at the skill spot I think um, you know we haven't been very healthy and I think we've asked we've asked some guys to move around a lot of positions and has you know made us uh, pretty thin but uh, I feel we've had a lot of guys step up and has really, you know, whether it's Kate Kaiser, Trenton, Rell, Bryson, Benelli, you know, at the beginning of the year he's playing more at tight end H, and now he's playing out at receiver. Um, I think our receivers, and we'll find out on Friday, um, if we can get Jacob Meir back, another 6'3 wide receiver, I think our receivers, um, and we got some, some speed in the slot, um, I think that that's where it'll be an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. I think that's where I feel... Um, you know, we can neutralize some things um, and maybe get us in a situation because um, I do think we can run the football. I mean, I think I think you can run the football on them. Um, you got to have good balance. That's anytime we've you know if you're going to beat these guys, you got you can't just expect to go back and throw it 50 times. You know, right. again, we cannot do what we did against South Dearborn a couple Fridays ago, and that is um, throw it almost 50 times. Now, right. granted, we. We almost came away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, but we could not run the football that night. Got to have really good balance. Got to keep them uh, on their toes. I thought we did a really good job at times against East Central for a quarter of keeping them off balance. Um, we've got to take that and no and quadruple it into four quarters. And um, like I said, I think we've got playmakers. 
um, that can go make plays. Um, and uh, again, those would be if you know if you're doing a pregame and looking at the matchups, it's going to be Gilmore versus one of our corner, or you know, against one of our receivers. You know, who, who are they going to match him up? with that's kind of going to be the big question mark um he's good he's really really good and they've got some other corners too that um not that that are not too shabby yeah so we'll just leave it at that and uh but bryson benelli for us you know he's six three jacob Mir, if he can get back he's six three you know kate kaiser's a freshman he's about six two and then you got trent rell and um you know brady hornberger and brad westerfeld guys that can play in the slot so we've got we've definitely got some size some length um that I think when you're going to play man, we got to find ways to make you get out of man or make you pay. One of the two. Right. Um, and hopefully by doing that, it makes the run game a little bit easier. And and, and that's always been, I mean, Coach Kennega probably knows that. We, we have done that before. And then the times when we can't do that, uh, they've made us pay. So that's always, to me, that's the matchup. Can we get them out of man, get them? get him to back off and uh, give us a more favorable box um, to maybe, you know, let a Von Lee Hunt, who should be back Friday, um, you know, and Gage Pullman and Evan Williamson, who've been playing the last couple weeks, you know, to have more favorable situations. And we know in the run game, that's also including number four, Travis Lecker. So that's for us, you know, and then we got to keep, we just got to make them grind and uh, can't give up a lot of big plays. Just make them grind 13, 15 play drives. The odds are if you can get it over 10 plays in a drive, the odds of them making a mistake, a penalty, goes through the roof. You mm-hmm. know, they're high school kids just like us. They're really good, but uh, they're beatable. They've been beat this year, and uh, I think, you know, um, we can keep them in check. And, um, you know, I, I feel confident in our guys. I, I really do. I think, um, you know, we'll see what Friday brings, and uh, this hopefully is round one um, of a, of a two, two way, you know, fight, because hopefully we'll be seeing them again in the tournament sometime after week yes. nine. Hopefully it's not week 10. Maybe we get to <laughs> line it up, line it up, you know, a week in the championship, you know, give us, uh, you know, that's always one of my, one of my things I'm just not a big fan of, you know, the blind draw, right. you know, in, in an all in tournament, but you're preaching to the choir, but, uh, <laughs> if it's week 10, it's week 10. It is what it is. But, yeah. um, like I said, we, we know, uh, you know, we, we really we really feel like we if we can just get all of our guys and continue to make strides in the right direction. We we believe in our guys. We mm-hmm. really do. We you know, the elephants. You know, we've taken that out of it. We 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 all know Lawrenceburg's really good. I mean, most right. people are talking about them as a potential you know representative of the South, right? Mm-hmm. So for the state championship. Um, but our guys, we've had some some good some highs and lows, and uh, I think we've developed a lot of depth over the last couple of weeks. You know, with guys having played through injury. All right, Coach, greatly appreciate your time. Great uh, catching up with you again. Wish you all the best at Lawrenceburg this Friday. Hopefully it's another uh, Tiger Bulldog Classic down there at Neary Field at Dick Meter Stadium, and, uh, and good luck to you. All right, thanks. Thank you. Evan Alry, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Greg Klein and Dylan Stewart, a couple of OA football player seniors, and we'll be back with that and more from Ison's Family Pizza on the Coach's Corner Show right after this on Country 103.9 FM WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. 
Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Todd Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. And once again, we're back here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. I'm Bryce Kendrick filling in for the Hall of Fame coach, Ron Raver. Glad you're with us tonight. And uh, our coaches show tonight brought to you in part by Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Brun Scutzweiler. We appreciate uh, Evan Ulrey, head coach of Batesville, stopping by to join us uh, just a short time ago. And now we're going to go from coach to players as uh, we are joined by uh, Dylan Stewart along with Greg Klein of the Oldenburg Academy Twisters. Greg is to my left. Dylan is to my right. Uh, fellas, good evening. How are we doing for a wet Monday? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing doing very well, thank you. And uh, Dylan, we'll go ahead and start with you since uh, you said hello to me. Senior uh, leading the team right now, tied with Mark Wolf in total tackles with 16, 10 of those on the solo variety, and uh, you got four tackles for a loss and one sack. It's it's nice when you're able to get behind the line of scrimmage and, and take, take down somebody for a loss, isn't it? Yes, it is. Talk a little bit about uh, the defensive makeup of this team this year and, and uh, what your role is on the team. What First of all, what position are you playing? I play defensive end. Okay, so you're getting the rush off the edge. And uh, who are the guys that are lined up next to you? Um, our defensive tackles are Luke Dracy and Calvin Grody. Uh-huh. And then on the other side, defensive end, it is Greg Klein. And, uh, Greg, you sitting on the other side of the ball. So uh, you, we've got the bookends here of the OA defense. Yeah. Talk a little That's bit about good. the success that you've had. Uh, you know, you're third on the team right now in tackles with 11 and got a couple for a loss. Um, what are some of the What are some of the challenges that you guys have had uh, defensively so far with some of the offensive lines that you've seen? Um, one of the things that I have witnessed through that is uh, the tackles are stronger than most, and it's hard to squeeze them inside and keep contained at the same time to contain their options, their read options, all of that, because the quarterback's looking right at you, and you have to figure out which one you're supposed to go for. Right. So you have to give it a good look. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the defensive scheme that you guys have? Is it a four-down four down front, four-three type defense? For the most part, For yes. For the most part? Okay. Um, Dylan, do you have, a, you have a new head coach this year in, in uh, Brian Mitchell? Talk a little bit about what it's like playing for coach. Um, since my freshman year, we've had, well, my first three years, we had the same coach, Eric Feller, and then switching over to Brian Mitchell, it's been kind of a challenge because I didn't really play football before I came to high school, wow. and with his, like, changing the offense and the defense was really a challenge for me to pick up on. So you had absolutely no football experience until you, you picked it up your freshman year at, at OA? Pretty much, yeah. Wow, that that is big. So when when you went in, did did you have what? Uh, as far as when you said, okay, I'm going to make a commitment to football, and this is what I want to do. 
how did it feel day one when you walked in until today? What What is different about how you felt when you first started and how you feel now as a senior? Uh, I would say a lot of it is just the confidence I had in myself to do what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Freshman year, I didn't really play much because I didn't really have the skill I needed to be able to play. Right. But now I'm one of like I'm one of the ones coach looks up to, right. and I know I need to get my job done. Well, that's got to make you feel good. That's Dylan Stewart again with uh, Oldenburg. He's uh, one of the uh, defensive ends for uh, the Oldenburg Twister defense, and uh, he's joined by Greg Kleiner. I'm going to talk to you right now, Greg. Uh, your experience before you got to OA, as far as football con- is concerned, what's your what's your background in the game? So. I played in second grade in Pee Wee. Yeah. And then, where did you play at, by the way? Oh, I played for East Central. Okay. And then I skipped five years, and I played seventh and eighth grade at EC again, and that's where I learned most of football. I mean, through my parents and my family, of course, but like the true fundamentals of football right. at EC. And then I played freshman year to senior year currently, mm-hmm. and. It's been a challenge, yeah. to say the least. Now, I'm looking at you two, and we're talking about you guys being the bookends on defense, and, and Dylan's a pretty big guy, and I'm pretty sure he could take me if we went out in the parking lot right now and he wanted to throw a haymaker at me. <laughs> Greg, you're a little bit more on my size, and that's that's a little bit undersized for a, for a defensive end. So, um, you know, that, that's that's got to be that's got to be tough on you. Yes, it is. Now, now, for you, is it? Is it? I mean, do you, is do you have good leverage against the guys that you're going up against, or, or can you get them with speed, or, or how, how do you try to attack the person that's across from you? Um, I use the fundamentals I learned. Mm-hmm. I use my rip swim, bull rush moves, and then with the help of Coach Bailey, he taught me how to actually use my leverage with how I'm right. positioned to actually move the offensive tackles well we've talked about defense guys so far and uh, you know i had coach mitchell in last week and he was talking about your numbers and you're really really thin right now with only 16 what are you guys doing on the offensive side are you are you playing both ways right now or, or not yes we and, are and what are your what are your responsibilities on the offensive side of the ball Dylan? i am the right tackle okay greg um, I am the left guard. Okay. So again, on on opposite sides, and uh, your job is to protect uh, the quarterback and try to try to make holes for uh, whoever's back there running the football or getting ready to throw. Who are you trying to Who are you trying to open up holes for? Caleb Gravy and Caleb Lyman. Okay, the Caleb's. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. I've I've seen their their names pop up uh, a few times. Uh, I know that it's been difficult. Uh, scoring the football here early in the season but uh you know every team tries to to find you know some success stories and try to find something to build on if you could pull dylan uh something positive on the offensive side of the ball that that you've seen so far out of maybe you personally or as your team collectively what would that be i would probably say that when we all do our assignments that our run game is pretty strong and a lot of teams have a hard time stopping that at times and greg what about you I would say the speed that we have. Mm-hmm. Our, both of our offensive guards are very quick. Right. Well, quick for alignment. And both of our running backs, Caleb Gravy and Caleb Lehman, are both very quick right. and can read holes very well. As um, I, wins have been difficult to come by so far, and, and you had a, had a good matchup with a Switzerland County team that was also in search of a win, you guys get – the first score on the board, and that had to feel pretty good. Talk about that that series that, that got you six points early on, Dylan. 
So the game started out, they wanted the ball right off the bat, and then we got a defensive stop on them. And then I think it was five plays later we scored. Yeah. And that felt pretty good coming out and scoring right off the bat. And while you guys, Greg, had, had scored the first touchdown, you, you go in the locker room and it's only a 7-6 to six ball game. What was the conversation like in, in the locker room at halftime? Um, it was mainly focus on fundamentals, get focused back up, reel yourself in, try to actually make the tone for the game, right. set the tone. Okay, and then in the second half, unfortunately, I think turnovers played a played a role in that, and, and Switzerland County was able to capitalize, and the Pacers ended up coming away with the victory down there in Vivi. You guys get uh, a week off. No game is scheduled for this week, and uh, uh, Crystal House, I believe, is next up on your schedule in a couple of weeks. Have you have you worked with Coach already on, on the game plan? Have you looked at, at some tape as of yet, or is it still too early in the game because it's Monday and we're still looking at you know two weeks out before the game? Uh, we haven't really looked at much of anything, but I'm sure as we get later in this week and early next week, we'll start focusing on them a lot. Greg, as you as you build towards uh, that game in two weeks, what is what do you think is the one thing that uh, that the team needs to work on? On let's let's go on the defensive side of the ball first. What uh, what is the one thing on the defensive side that you say you know if we could if we could ratchet this up a little bit, we would have a little bit more success? Um, our flow towards the ball and our pursuit angles. That's one thing that we lack in very badly. It's We just need to focus and work on that. And Dylan, what about on the offensive side? I would say sticking to our blocking assignments so the guys in the backfield can do their job properly. Yeah, and and now blocking, I mean that that's kind of that's kind of a marriage between the five guys that are up front. You, there has to be a lot of communication that's going on. Um, you know, talk a little bit about that process and and how you guys communicate in the trenches in order to so that everybody understands what their blocking assignments are because a lot of times that can change based on how the defenders are lined up across from you. you you're expecting one thing, they show you something else, and you got to make changes. Uh, Dylan, how do you do that on the fly? Uh, a lot of it, as you said, is communication. I would say that me personally, I, com- I communicate a lot, and we do a good job of figuring out who needs to get who and who's going where to be able to pick up the guy they need to. And, and Greg, I was talking to Coach about this uh, last week, and, and we're going to close on, on this question right here. With the numbers the way they are and only 16 players, you, you can't dress 11-on-11 11 11 and have, have a practice that way. So it has to be a little bit of a challenge when you guys are trying to trying to scrimmage and, and try to simulate what the opposing team is going to do when, when the numbers are, are not there. Yeah. Um, so what we've been doing is doing half lines. So we have one half of the line with the other side with the offensive guard, and we just run plays to that side but keep some of the numbers onto that one side, and then we flip the play. Wow. So we get the same experience, same way. Well, that's great. Well, fellas, I greatly appreciate you guys coming down. It's a pleasure having you on. As somebody once said, don't be a stranger. Uh, (laughs) Dylan Stewart and uh, Greg Klein, a couple of seniors for Oldenburg football. We're going to take our final commercial break, and I'll be back to wrap things up with the Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Does your hip or knee pain keep you from taking part in activities you love? 
If so, orthopedic surgeon William McDonald can help. He offers total joint replacement at Margaret Mary Health in Batesville. You can be a candidate for a joint replacement if you have severe pain, stiffness, limited motion, or weakness in your joints. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org or call 812-933-3765. That's 812-933-3765. Welcome back to school, back to the classroom, back to friends, and back to savings with Great Plains Communications. Sign up for high-speed internet and receive two months free. Upgrade your current speed and receive a $50 bill credit. Sign up for any new service and receive free installation. High-speed internet and savings from Great Plains Communications are here to welcome you back. Contact us at 866-382-4968 or go to gpcom.com slash welcome back. Speed and service availability may vary by location and other restrictions may apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Thank you, John. Before we close the show and send you off to Reds Baseball, next week's guests are scheduled to be Evan Ulrey of Batesville Football, Ken Getz of Oldenburg Boys Soccer, Steve Cotherman of East Central Cross Country, and Brian Mitchell of Oldenburg Football. That's going to do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for Coach Raver and his wife, Sally, as Ron continues to recover from surgery. Ron and Sally, we are thinking of you. Thanks to Cecil Eisen and Eisen's Family Pizza for hosting Coach's Corner and to our special guests, Evan Ulrey, Greg Klein, and Dylan Stewart for spending some time with us this evening. Thanks to John Heil for engineering the show, and thanks to all of you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 3 p.m. to take you through Afternoon Drive. Again, thanks for listening, and enjoy the Reds. This is Country 103.9 WRBI.